Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Ha! Ha Hi. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello. My, na- my name is David Bell. Uh, my name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched The Haunting of Bly Manor. The Haunting of Bly Manor. They've come a long way uh, since that Liam Neeson film. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it, it starts in the 60s, doesn't it? Uh, everything starts wasn't, and wasn't ends there, with Liam wasn't Neeson. Wasn't there a haunting in the 60s? No. It's Liam Neeson, Tom. That's true. He's the genesis point of all things, including yeah. but not limited to Star Wars. I have a story. A ghost story. Yeah, we uh this this uh this when did this come out? Uh this came like, out two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, which maybe have given people enough time to have watched this series. Uh mm-hmm. we did we do well, the Haunting a Hill House? We did the Haunting a Hill I think, House. I think we? we I think we might have. Yeah. Actually this maybe this was only a week because this tech I think this came out last Friday. October 9th is what I'm okay, seeing. Okay, so here. last Friday. Okay. That's still enough time. I don't know. It's enough time for people to watch it, yeah. I watched the whole thing in a day for some reason. Um, I think most people did. I wasn't able to, and like my my social media timelines kept popping up with uh, Bly Manor spoilers. And I was like, Jesus, people, please give right. me give me more than twenty four hours to watch an entire season yeah. of television. You needed forty eight hours. It I did. Out. Yeah, I finished yeah. it by the next day. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure normal people are still watching it. Uh, it. Uh, I guess let's start with what do you, what it's, you know, Mike Flanagan again, Haunting a Hill House. This is his yeah, follow-up. It's, it's the follow-up. It's, it's an anthology. There's a couple of connections, but it's not, it does not, they're not meant to connect. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of like Easter egg connections. Sure. Um, but that's uh, it. What did you think of this? I really liked it. Sweet. I thought it was uh, good. <laughs> I, I liked it too. Um, I've been hearing a lot of criticism of this series. Uh, so have I, and it's all along uh, a similar point um, that I assume we'll talk about in the episode. Yeah, I mean, the first the first point I want to say is that this isn't really a horror series. No, it's not. It's more like a gothic drama. Yes. In fact, I'm looking at genre, and horror is not really mentioned. It's more... It's. It's more under drama than it is under horror. This, it's, so, a, it's a, it's yeah. This is a gothic drama. For yeah, sure. I don't, I don't think it. It there was some parts that were creepy to me. Yeah, and there's a couple of moments that are like, uh, nope. 
<laughs> but right. uh, mostly it's this is not scary. No. But it's um, not but it's not meant to be. Yes. Is the thing. I would say it has a, f- a few other little issues along the way. Uh it does it's sort of I think I think this is also I don't know if you're the same way as me. Uh it gave me everything I wanted. It didn't matter if something was stupid along the way mm-hmm. because it's just, this is like not in, not an objective, like uh look at it. I just enjoyed myself watching this, you know? Sure. Uh, but there are, there are weird issues with it. I thought. Okay. Uh, one being that it felt like they had to fill the time a little bit. Maybe. There's a couple um, episodes where I'm like, I'm not quite sure why they did that. And I, I have some questions about it. Okay. Um, I'd, I'd be happy to talk about this because I felt like some of the episodes were too long, but I didn't think that any of the episodes, like I didn't question an entire episode's existence, if that makes right. sense. Well, uh, it's not the questioning the existence. I want, we should, we, we could just go through the plot. Um, this whole thing is told during a rehearsal j- dinner for uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Mark, Mark from the Room's wedding. Uh, yeah, it's Greg Sestero. Greg Sestero doing a fine job at having to just smile and laugh. He gives a whole speech. Oh, uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he's doing fine. He's doing good. Uh, and and this woman uh, tells oh, no, a wait, story. No, wait, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> The, the other guy the gives other a guy gives a speech yeah so they're all sitting around and this this lady uh starts telling a ghost story mm-hmm. uh for i assume nine hours they're sitting there listening <laughs> yeah just listening to her ramble on yeah i would not last that but uh and this the story is about a it's it's all british uh th- they need a nanny to go to bly manor and take care of these weird little creepy kids it's more it's more than a nanny. It's like a governess slash yeah. teacher. Their parents She's, have died. Yes. And their previous governess has died. Yep. That's one that's one um thread of this. Uh they never really get into the parents dying. You yeah, know that's what true. I mean? Yeah, that's true. The, that that's a weird one because they keep saying the way they died. Like mm-hmm. they mention that. Yeah, uh, they and mention I it at thinking, least once. And I kept thinking, oh, we're going to learn something about that. And then that's one of the episodes that I was like, I don't understand. It's the it's the episode about the uncle where they go into his whole background. Mm-hmm. Did that ever matter? His background? And the, the alternate him. Uh, the, the, the alternate him doesn't matter as much, but like his background matters a lot. It explains a lot of why he's so... Oh, incre- his, yes, why yeah, he's why so he's, distant. Why he's so absent and why he insists on being absent. And, and I guess yeah. that's what... I guess that's what I am I'm thinking of is it's not entire episodes. It's threads, plot threads. Like there's this whole thing where the uncle has this evil version of himself that he sees. It's not a ghost. It's just a psychological thing. Right. It's just his guilt. Yeah. And they do that a few times. The the nanny, uh, she uh, who's the main character, she sees ghost Harry Potter a lot. And it turns out to be a fiance that she uh, broke it off with. Before yeah, she, he got hit by a truck. Yeah, it's it's her whole. She was she loves him because he's her childhood friend, but she's just she was never in love with him because we find out that she's actually gay, right? Um, and she's just sort of been trying to force herself not to be by marrying this dude, and then she ultimately can't go through with it. Um, and then literally moments after she breaks it off with him, he steps into traffic, right? And like that, 
that all scans for her character. Mm-hmm. It's weird that there's a whole episode about it and that there's a whole ghost that isn't actually a ghost. I don't think it's weird that there's a whole episode. It follows the same basic structure as Hill House, whereas each episode explains a, a specific character. Yeah. Um, so I didn't think it was weird that we had a whole episode that was getting into what happened to her up until she went to Bly Manor and accepted that job. Right. Um, no, the, no, the go- and I mean, she the is the main is character. Yeah, and the, the ghost, ghost is strange. The ghost, yeah. that's what I mean, is the, <clears throat> the threat of the ghost, just like the threat of the uh, separate uncle, the two uncles. It's it's interesting, and again... It's, and, it's, just, it's, just a, it's just a narrative device to tell the story in a different way, because otherwise, right. otherwise it would just be him sitting there in his office having flashbacks. This right. at least, giving him like an evil twin that's like needling him, at least makes it a little more dynamic. Yes, but it did make me. I kept thinking about <clears throat> did what what happened with the parents? Did he cause their death? It felt like there was going to be some sort of reveal there. He inadv- I mean, he that's that is kind of the reveal. Yeah, is that yeah, he, yeah. They he, go away he because kind of does cause their death. Yeah. Uh, the episode that I'm actually the most curious about, though. Okay. Second episode. So I, I we're going to skip around a lot. Right? We are the the second episode's the boarding school episode, right? Yep. Okay. So the reveal that we get is that, um, and I assume this is based off the turning of the screw. It's, it's uh, the turn of the screw. Yeah, sure. Um, but uh, it's it's very very different. Uh, okay. Just like just like the haunting of Hill House was very very different. Like Flanagan took the basic story and then made it into something entirely his own. Right. The basic story is <clears throat> I assume it's about the kids, and the, the reveal, the yeah. twist of the kids uh, is that. They're being uh, sporadically possessed by ghosts. Yes. And so they act older than they are because that's that they are. Uh, and they're also trying to protect the nanny. And the, the, they, do a, like, they do a great job of this in the series of showing us pieces so that it, it seems weirder than it is. And then when it all comes together, you're like, oh, that all makes sense. Yeah. They lock it, her in the closet one night and it's to protect her. It's, it's, because, it's because the lady in white is out. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, and there's things that you notice, like, like with Miles, the little boy, it's more aggressive because his ghost is more aggressive. Yes. But like when you first meet Flora, the little girl, like, you're like, wow, this is a, this is an adorably precocious child. Like she's talking like an adult and it's like, yeah, right. she is talking like an adult. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, her, her little splendid thing. Yeah. Perfectly uh, splendid. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And it's because she's being inhabited by the ghost of a, of a, of an adult woman. Right. Um, uh, and that's, uh, yeah. <clears throat> but what I'm curious about is the second episode. It's about the boy at the boarding school. And he is, um, he, 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 it's about him getting expelled. Yes. He's at the boarding school. Uh, he gets a message from his sister that says, come home. Mm-hmm. That's revealed at the end. But he has this relationship with the, um, with the, like the priest teacher. His teacher. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and, and, and it's about like, they know his parents died and he's, he's trying to, they're trying to like, uh, you know, miss, uh, go miss, easy on him. Yeah. He's miss, picking... uh, miss Jessel is dead at this point too. So like he's had parents and his governess die. Right. So he's, he's doing all, he's trying to, uh, he's doing everything he can to get, yeah, out. he's picking fights and he eventually kills the bird. Yeah. Of the, the teacher, the, the teacher's pet bird. Yeah. And what I'm curious about is that it's later revealed that that's the ghost's idea, right? No. 
he says to him later that this is the ghost says to him later that it says that that's why we needed like he says like he he mentions killing the animal to him i assume that uh quint who's the ghost peter quint yeah um the invisible man (laughs) yes is uh he says like yeah he does say that's why we needed you to do this um, but Quint is not there with him because Quint that's, can't leave the grounds. Exactly. And that's what I was curious about is... I think he just did, got... I think he just got from the message because the message says, come home, and it shows his sister. It shows dead Mrs. Jessel crying. Um, so I assume that he just kept trying things until he got expelled. And then when he got home, the ghosts were like, okay, this is why we needed you to come home. Okay. Yeah, because he, he mentions the bird like it feels like it was his idea, and I was like, it couldn't have been his, his idea. No, and it, it couldn't have been. I think he's just trying to console Miles for all of the horrible right. shit he's had him do, which includes pushing Mrs. Groves down a well, which Miles doesn't remember doing. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Peter Quint straight up murders people in Miles' body. Yeah. <laughs> well, kids are it's, unsuspecting. Man. It's quite a thing. But I would say that prep room, if I had to pick uh, the prep school, I, I would say that's the most expendable episode of this series. Maybe. Um, I liked, I think it's a good setup because it's early enough, and it's, it, it's early enough on that we know something's wrong. We don't, not, we don't quite know what it is. Right. We know that his sister sent him some cryptic message that's making him do this. Um, yeah. And it explains a lot about, well, it, it, it gives you... What it's it all, does, it's a good it, red herring. I was about, I was just about to say that it's a red yeah. herring because it makes it seem like, oh, Miles is behaving weirdly on purpose to protect his sister. To protect from, his sister, because that's that's <clears throat> that's the weird thing about this. And I, I mean, I like this, but there's two. There's basically two stories going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two ghosts. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there's more than two ghosts, but there's there, two. There's ghost two plots. primary ghosts. Yeah. There's the there's the lovers who are trying to possess these kids mm-hmm. and completely unrelated. There's also this terrifying uh, lady in white, this lady of the lake who who comes out at night and walks into a room and walks back. And we don't know why. And if you get in her way, she will snatch you. <laughs> and they're related in the sense that one of the ghosts was caused by the other ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they 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 weave together well the the plots mm-hmm. um and i guess that's why harry potter ghost where i was like i could have lost that because i i think they needed to be a little more ghost focused with just the two we only really oh, needed I, the I two. See okay i see what you mean yeah yeah um yeah i said this i said this to you earlier is that um when we weren't recording there's a part near the end where they introduce all the people the lady in white killed uh, the the, yeah, the who we've plague been, doctor who we've been seeing in the background like it does <clears throat> that's one of the easter eggs that connects it to hill house right. is that there's a lot of ghosts just incidentally in the background right you'll, you'll just see them um and my issue is why not make those the harry potter ghost and the like why not make those more central because they actually have more of a meaning they do with the little kid the little doll face kid Mm-hmm. which we learn is all their faces uh that like why don't they do that more because when they showed like the plague doctor 
and the and the vicar i was like oh it would have been nice to have seen these people more these ghosts uh and actually the way like the bent neck lady and the weird cane motherfucker and the haunting a hill house (laughs) have like episodes like i wouldn't have minded a ghost episode for each of them and then it all comes together at the end where we're like oh that's why they exist yeah um it just felt like there was a little too much focus on the wrong things on the wrong ghost threads that didn't matter as much as those Mm -hmm. because it's presented it's a mystery you know it's a ghost mystery uh and it would have been nice to see the pieces a little more clearly that said i still really enjoyed this series so yeah uh i just think it, it there's there's room for improvement um i love mike flanagan kind of making a mythology to being a ghost yeah it's interesting that he approaches it in a completely different way than hill house yes um it's we eventually learn um this is a this is kind of a neat thing um each episode title is is the title of another short story by henry james who wrote the turn of the screw oh um and in point of fact the story about the woman in the lake is an entirely separate short story of his oh that's great (laughs) Where it's it's the woman who falls in love with this guy and they get married and she gets sick and dies and her sister marries the guy. And uh, because they're losing money, she wants to plunder the inheritance of, of, of fine dresses and gowns and fabrics and jewelry that she was leaving for her daughter. Uh, she wants to she goes to open it up to take it and sell it. And when she opens it up, she fucking gets su- super murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Super duper murdered. Super murdered. That was um, that's the only like jump scare of the series. And no, there's a few more, but that's like the creepiest one. Flanagan, I love. Uh, we've we've both we we're 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 all up on we're all up on his knob. Uh, and uh, one of my favorite things about Mike Flanagan is he doesn't do too many jump scares, and then when he does, it's like Jesus. Yeah. Uh, they they really he does the ones that count. Yeah, because he, uh, he doesn't he he'll do. He'll throw it in when you're, and it's not framed in a way that you're anticipating one, right? Like and he in does this, them in weird ways. And this, yeah, this is, she's holding up a dress. She's holding a dress, yeah. And, and then and the hands hand come out shoot of out of it, yeah. yeah. Start choking her. <laughs> you ass. are not expecting it whatsoever. Yeah, um, it, it's it's so unexpected that it's almost not scary because it's such a surprise. She's like, oh, right. oh, shit. <laughs> I will say the bus getting hit by a bus that never not makes me laugh, and I know that's cruel of me. But when Harry Potter gets hit by a bus, he's having a terrible day, and he gets out of the car he's, he's, and gets he's, immediately he's, hit by a bus. He is, in uh, point of fact, having the worst day of his life. Yeah. Um, his and, fiance and, has broken up with him like at a, at a restaurant like the night before they're supposed to get married. Yeah. He's been dealt a real bad hand, and then he gets out of the car and gets immediately hit by a bus, and I just went, ha! It happened. <laughs> because it's just like oh of course it's just the universe shitting directly on this man's head yeah i like the look of his ghost because the idea of him is again he's not a ghost he's she just sees him he's guilt yeah yeah and he's positioned in the last moments of his life so his eyes are lit up and you don't know why until you realize it's the reflection of the the headlights yep yeah so it just looks like this this ghost with blazing eyes um yeah it's this show treats ghosts as uh, emotions. Yeah. Um, except except for like Peter Quint and Miss Jessel who have Except for more, the literal ghosts. They have more fully formed characters. Less Miss Jessel though, actually. It's mostly Peter. 
Um, Miss yes. Jessel is still kind of, she hasn't really uh, gotten a grip on her well, situation the way that he has. She starts doing ghost, she, she ghost tricks Peter at the yeah, end. She does, yeah, she does. She has her Peter, flare up of conscience at the end. Yeah, there's a weird moment uh, that I know had to be done because Peter had to learn this, is when he disappears for a while and he comes back and she's like, where's you been? And he's like, I've been doing some like ghost research. I forget how he words it, but he's been like he has to learn what the house is. he's been the, he's been wandering the house yeah and interacting yeah. watching the different ghosts yeah 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 which i like the idea that he's like asking around and like well, going like to they, the ghost they do library thing, there's there's a there's an uh, an element we haven't discussed yet and that's when you get folded into a memory yes and i um, love i yeah. this is the part i love go on sorry this is oh you might be better at explaining it then but essentially when you're a ghost, at least in the rules of this universe, you are trapped within a specific memory when you're not physically present in the house. And the memory keeps drawing you back in. So you only have a limited amount of time uh, right. to actually be independent and walking the grounds and, and getting stuff done. Um, but it, as it goes on, it seems like Peter figures out a way to get more control over it. Because um, the show has a lot to do with... Uh, like the the main ghost and the fact that there's ghosts in the house at all is because of the sheer will of a single person. Yeah. Um, just the angriest fucking ghost in history. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, so when they possess the kids or when they possess anyone, rather you get the kids get knocked back into a specific memory that they just live in. Um, And it's, it's an interesting element because it's, partially comfort but it's also a kind of hell like there's a twilight zone episode that's like well, it's, this yeah it's depending on the memory you get trapped in yeah uh and what you feel you deserve like it's all it's all on them it's this is what <sighs> with the kids it's interesting with the kids it's pleasant memories they're with their parents yeah and that's the deal they've made with these kids is they're like if we possess your body you'll get tucked away into this memory and you'll, you'll never to have to be yeah, without get, your parents you'll get to live there and they call it your forever house which is a, another wing yeah. to hill house they'll never have to grow up they'll just be tucked away in these memories and, and it's your like, parents are your parents are still alive everything yeah. is still nice in these in these memories and since kids are dumb you can trick the kids into this uh, yeah you can tr this is a really like i remember watching this with marina and when the full scope of their plan becomes clear in that episode where they've tied up um danny the the governess and they're trying to figure out what to do with her and then peter's like okay it's got to be now we have to you guys get got to get tucked away forever now right like when the full scope of his plan became clear i, just, I looked at marina i was like man peter's evil <laughs> like, yeah this is just like an evil scheme <laughs> oh yeah and he never really gets justice but it's it's like well he's he, desperate he's dead and they do an interesting thing it's one of the reasons why I like Flanagan so much, um, and I th we talked about this not recording, is that he explores all of the emotions that surround horror and yeah. that like surround death. Like this, this show is very much about the the emotional baggage that death creates and carries with it. Right. Um, but we spend so much like Peter's an odious character, but we spend so much time with him that you end up feeling sorry for him. Yeah. And we see what his hell is and all yeah. that. 
And he doesn't think he's doing anything wrong. He's like helping the kids in his own way. Right. I mean, while he was alive, he was still a shitty character too. He was shit, but like you understood him. Like he, uh, I don't know. You do because like his, uh, when he's talking about stealing, he's like, do you think these people are going to keep you around when you get old? The help? Yeah, when he's talking to like, Miss Jessel, yeah. Yeah, he's not wrong. He's like, they're rich people and we work for them. Well, they're, he's, like, they're, he's more specifically, they're rich. They're, they work for Henry, who is a rich, white, uh, uh, English-born, yeah. wealthy uh, lawyer. And um, Peter is Scottish and Miss Jessel is black. So he's right. like, he's telling her, he's like, he's never going to give you the the internship that's going to lead to you becoming a lawyer he's never going to do that because it's not going to look right with his crowd same way he's never going to do it for me because if in like upper crust uh, uh, london right. uh, scottish is lowborn right so their plan is we're going to steal a bunch of money and go <laughs> yeah, to america we're going to rob this guy who's never going to give us the All opportunities right. we deserve anyway we're going to go to america where there's no racism you know, where we we took care of racism here in America. Well, there's what zero he, racism here. What he says is there's no in America. There's no gatekeeping outside of money, which is which yeah. is which is still only partially true. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that, we solved it. Tom. We solved, we solved it. Yeah. It. There's no racism. This 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 show takes place in 1987, by the way. Yeah. When there's <laughs> no racism. <laughs> I mean, I can um, I can see why Peter Quint would look at the Reagan '80s and be like, "We got to go there." Yeah. They also, you know, they also have to go to America because otherwise, their people. It's going to be really hard to explain why these siblings are suddenly very romantic with each other. Well, I mean, this was his plan before they died. Oh right. Yeah. So I. Oh yeah. What are those kids going to do? I think his his plan now is just we need to inhabit bodies so we can we need to get, leave we need Bly a life Manor. raft yeah exactly. we, need, we need to get the fuck out of here because the ghosts can't leave the grounds because they're all yeah. tied to the woman in white it's yeah. the woman in white story like her just her fucking flat out rage uh created a nexus in this house that retains yeah. spirits it's like that's the well, reason there's is, ghosts this is the flanagan stuff that i'm like because he's like stephen king with this where he creates like he creates a version of ghosts that isn't just heaven and hell they they have unfinished business it's it's he, all based on emotion yeah in this one yeah and uh, he always thinks up new reasons for ghosts to exist again like like the shining where they're like it's memories it's a it's an echo uh, it's not they're not real but they're they're real to people who are shining who have the yeah who uh, have the, yeah so like in the shining you could argue there's no ghosts uh, they're not ghosts. It's just it's just memories that are too... well. The house has a power. Yes, uh, but it's uh, yeah. it's it's more vague. It's more uh, unique. And this is the same way where it's like they they describe this one ghost as having like her own gravity, where she's where you're something's it, it it she didn't even have that hard of a time to be honest. But like it's she's just, just so angry and yeah. so bitter. And she, she was put, it's, it's really neat. Like she gets sick. Her sister kills her, marries mm-hmm. the husband. 
After she's, she, she clings, she has like tuberculosis, but she clings yeah. to life for like six years. Yeah. Like they do a good like job. Like an old of, cat. Like right. one of those old cats that you're like, just yeah. die. They they do uh, a good job of, of really driving home like how willful this person yeah. is. Like her will is incredibly strong. And so they, they pack all her, her fine. This is in a time where having fine linen was like having gold. They pack it in a... They pack it in a suitcase, a trunk, uh, a, a trunk. trunk, whatever. It's all the same. It's a, it's a, it's a box. It's a very, fancy box. Very different image, but sure. Fancy box. <laughs> uh, and she, her soul just sort of exists in there and she's waiting right. she's, for her she's, daughter. Exactly. She's bound to it because she was so, again, they drive home that she's so willful um, and her last wish was like, give my shit to my daughter. Right. It's to give her daughter this, this meaty inheritance. Yeah. Um, she's finally let go of all the, she says something like she finally let go of all the vanity of it. And she's like, look, I just want, I'm just going to continue. I'm, I'm, I'm going to allow myself to waste away, but I want all my finery to go to my daughter when yeah. she grows up. And instead the trunk opens revealing her sister who killed her, who's about to sell the shit. So she's just like, she sees her murderer immediately starts choking her out as one would do. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she, she like gets ring the ring ghosted the like her yeah but they show it from both perspectives which yes. is what i really like yeah is they show that like in when she's in the trunk it's just like a bedroom and she just sleeps and wakes up and walks around and goes goes yeah, back she's, to bed she's locked in there uh this yeah. is a, it's another aspect of the show where you get tucked away into a memory she's trapped in this small space for an yeah. indeterminate uh, it's it's years um it, yes and it's, she's yeah it's kind of a maddening hell so it just it hones her will it, which we already right. know is 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 considerable because again, she's they, it's it's she's she's so focused on seeing her daughter again when her daughter right. opens the chest and she's it, so excited to give this shit to her right and it makes the ghosts out to be like yeah it's like emotional energy mm-hmm. that sort of exists in certain objects or places yeah uh and and size doesn't matter and so then her murderer opens the thing so she chokes her ass out mm-hmm. the husband finds the sister dead and is like i'm gonna put this i'm not i'm not gonna deal with this trunk uh, there's something wrong with this trunk dead in an unspeakable manner yeah <laughs> like she like, looks like she looks like the ring like it's, it's, it's the ring yeah, yeah she gets the ringed she gets uh, the ringed so her husband throws the trunk into the lake yeah which is understandable <laughs> it's completely understandable like he's like i think this thing is haunted right but had she just had he just held on to it gave it to his daughter none of this would have happened no but he doesn't yeah. know that so uh i mean the ghost then, might have continued to exist but she wouldn't have been pissed yeah so she's exists at the bottom of this lake and basically every night or not i don't know if it's every night it's, it's like, not every night every now and then she rises from the lake goes to her room and looks for her daughter Mm-hmm. And then goes back and into then walks the lake. back into the lake. Yeah, and if and, you, and she walks a very tight circuit, and if you get in her path, <laughs> she's gonna snatch you up. It's uh, she's because it, it's she's just like a, a, a like you said the energy of the emotion. It's just it's it's will and it's um, sadness and it's rage. So like anything right. anything that gets in front of her, she just fucking murders. Right, and and uh, if she sees a child, 
uh, at in the bed, which she does once. Mm-hmm. Uh, she carries she takes it into, it into the lake. The lake. <laughs> she carries it back with her into the lake. Doesn't work out for the child. The weirdest part was when um, she goes through when the house is used for the plague. Uh-huh. There's just like people dying of the plague and she's walking throughout. No one's saying anything to her, which was weird, except for the plague doctor. Well, it's I mean, it's understandable because she hasn't. There's another. Also, element. those people are busy dying. They're so. busy dying. They're busy dealing with a plague. Um, and yeah. she doesn't she doesn't look weird yet. There's another element here we haven't discussed. And that's what I want to get into because it's the creepiest part of this. I really, really like it. Me too. Like conceptually, it's it's a great yeah. idea. So another thing this show does, because this is explained in the second to last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're seeing is this faceless woman doing this walk in a house, and she we don't know why she's doing it. We also see a we also see a little boy without a face, and we, at we first s- we see her sister too, but we don't know that that it's her. Right. Um, <clears throat> All the and ghosts they look are faceless. Like dolls. The, yeah, ex- except for Peter and Miss Jessel, all of the ghosts are weird, faceless things. Right. And uh, what we learn is that as time goes on, they basically erode because they they forget the yeah. way people forget. Yeah, they forget what they look like. They forget what their names are. They forget how to speak. They don't they, know what they're even doing. They just do it like yeah, instinctual. When, when, yeah, it's it's. I really like the idea of that. It's when you're trapped in this endless cycle for eternity, you're gonna forget everything. Yeah, like you won't remember what you looked like. You won't remember who you were. You won't remember why you were doing the things you were doing. It's just like the lady in the lake. She is just driven by pure emotion. She doesn't even right. remember what her kid looks like. She just what remembers we, that she's gonna walk up there and look for a kid. And if there's a kid there, that that's mine. Right. Um, And the final thing we haven't talked about is that one of the characters in this turns out to be dead, uh, Mm -hmm. which is, which is, I I, I know why they did it, but that, I have a lot of questions about that shit. Oh, um, that's one of my favorite uh, elements. Miss Jessel, right? uh, Miss Gross. Miss Gross? Yeah. Miss Jessel is the governess who is is dead. Miss Gross is the housekeeper. Right, and, and she she's dead from the instant we meet her, which I thought was really cool, uh, because when we meet her in the first episode, when Danny, the governess, the new governess, shows up at the house, she's standing at a well, looking down in the well, clearly yes. absent, or it, it's it, upset's not even really the right word. She's absent, just staring down at this well, and Miles is standing behind her. Um, and then when Danny comes up, she like sort of snaps out of it. She's like, "Oh, you must be the," and then you know just continues on, and it turns out that moments before miles possessed by peter shoved her into the well and killed her right um so she's a ghost the entire time we see her yeah and she's also skipping around there's parts where she's like oh sorry i was miles away it's because she's she's skipping through she's getting drawn into memories yeah the thing that confuses me is why people can hang out and interact with her and touch her i think and not notice it's six cent rule six sense rules um she's not accepting the fact that she's dead all right she it's has still... she hasn't had that moment that's um she I started think they, she I would, think she, that, okay go ahead i think they're at that point we're doing the work for him because they don't they don't explain that they, the, they do P- they peter do. quint peter quint has the opposite thing where if you touch him you go right through unless he's concentrating oh i guess yeah it's it's just the hannah stuff felt i i like it i know why it's in there but logically speaking it's very weird that a ghost can just because it 
it means that like anybody who dies and doesn't know it just like hangs out uh, uh and yeah, we don't but, notice it's just weird it's a weird i, it's, I it's, like what they were trying to do it's just the rules for that are very weird yeah i think i mean she's not hanging out in a pleasant way like she keeps getting drawn into memories that are years apart and the the specific one she keeps getting drawn to is when she's interviewing owen the cook yeah um yeah it, when we see it from her perspective um it's, it's one thing it's bewildering but yeah but she's like <laughs> She's like doing her job. She's trying to. Like, she's think, like doing stuff. She's hanging out with them. They're having. Yeah. It's just weird that she's just functioning well, as a I, human the entire I, time. I, I, it made sense to it clicked with me. Um, and here's I'll I'll, I'll do my best to explain how right. I reconciled that it made sense to me. When we see Peter die, um, he is able to hold on. Like the first inkling we get is that, uh, um. Flora tries to hand him a doll and it passes through his hands. And then he's like, no, wait, no. And then he concentrates and he's able to pick it up. Um, right. And then he turns around and he sees his own dead body and he's confronted with the fact that he's dead. Right. Um, when Miss Gross dies, uh, she's in the middle of that realization. Like she's looking down at the well, down into the well at her dead body when Danny shows up and drags her out of it. So she's not. Had- oh, hold on. By the way, I don't think. Yeah, she's when when they see when they see her looking down the well. That that isn't when she just died. Yes, I think is. that's. I thought that's when the kid is like, "You idiot, you're dead." No, that's and she's later. Seeing, oh, I that's, thought that was no. That's on the night. That's on the very last night. Okay, it's in the middle of the night. Um, he takes her out there. That's on the night where um they're finally going to take over the two kids and right. They right, tie right. Danny up, and Danny gets snatched by the woman in the lake. All right. Well, go on. Go on about. Uh, yeah. No. We see it. We see at the end of episode five. Uh, like it ends after Miles yeah. slash Peter shoves her in the well and she's looking down and Danny walks up literally seconds later. Okay. <clears throat> um. So her, I think her moment of uh realization was interrupted. So that's a reason why she's sliding so chaotically. Like she's more chaotically uh right. going from memories memory to memory than the other ghosts are. Here's. That's fine. And like her perspective makes sense to me. Again, it's Bruce Willis in the sixth sense. It's it's a dreamlike logic. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily know how he gets somewhere. What I don't understand is how every because in the sixth sense, only the child can see Bruce Willis. They uh, make it they make it clear um in the series that the ghosts can make themselves visible to whomever they want. Yes. Um uh, and, and it's, it's rather still, and, and it, it's, it's actually it's not even two specific people. Um, it's just right. they can decide to make themselves visible or not. Period. It's still very weird to me I that think she existed uh, for like weeks or yeah. however long this takes. Oh yeah, as a ghost. As a ghost, yeah. And it never came up. Uh, no well, one they... ever noticed anything weird about that because she's skipping through, so she's not like with it at any given moment. Right. She comes. She does come across as frazzled. Yes. In the show before then. So, but you just assume it's because she's been trying to uh, sort of care for these kids in this house in the middle of, of just a crazy series of events. Right. Um, we also notice uh, that she never eats. Um, right. She doesn't, hang, she doesn't other, hang out with them. Like, it, yeah, it, she doesn't. She's not hungry. Other stories have pulled this off. The This person is a ghost the whole time, which is why I can, I can like accept it in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a lot. It's a weird, like, 
the I think people are sick of they were dead the whole time twists. And I think uh, this one is a big ask. I don't think so. What's that? I didn't think so. I mean, I accepted it. Um, um, it was it was it wasn't one of those twists where it's like, oh, my God, my mind's blown. Like, right. it's a twist where it's like, oh, that's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's very well. They do it. That's the thing is the yeah. way they do it is really yeah. good. Yeah. Because it's all about her, like, and and Mr. Mustache, who uh, Owen. the internet Owen. loves uh, Owen, and they clearly have like a, a thing going on, and he's talking about bringing her to like Paris and shit and their future, and it's the realization of no, she doesn't have a future. She can't she's leave. Dead. Yeah, she's dead. And her and what she the reason I think the very important reason she's there is to show the beginnings of the erosion because she's saying to herself, you are Hannah Gross. Uh, it's the it's year 1987. Is 1987. Miles is you, 10. Flora is 7. Yeah. 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 And so you're you're uh, she's clearly like trying to keep it together for that reason, because uh, she knows over time she's just going to slowly fall apart. Uh, and so she's a very sad character for that reason. Yes. Yeah. And and that's the idea is we're seeing these ghosts panic because they uh, know what's going to happen to them over time. They're yeah. going to be entrapped in this hell. It's a cool idea. Yes. It's a really cool idea. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think, um, to, uh, I, I just think there's some uh, extra pieces that could have been chopped off here and there. Yeah. It could have been more focused. Again, we haven't talked about the uncle in his episode because that episode, it's tr- like that. What happened to the parents is ultimately moot. It kind the of parents. It's the, it, the 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 details of their death. Him him actually being the girl's father. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good character stuff for him. It's it's but, great. It's great character stuff. It makes yes. And it's it's very. In- this is why I would it's, argue it's good for the ending with him. It's it's good for the ending. I it's it perfectly matches and continues to um uh solidify the tone of the story is it this 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 story is a tragedy (laughs) it's also it's also very stephen king in that stephen king goes into a lot of detail about characters Um, and and that's that's he is argued i think that's he says in his book on writing um people deride it as superfluous sometimes because it ultimately doesn't really affect the plot so much but he's like but this this is the good stuff like this is what this is what makes you care about the characters and get invested in what's happened to them i understand that except that i think that there's other things that they could have gone into instead yeah i think that's where i'm like uh i i get what you're saying is that characters and people matter so doing episodes about the people Mm-hmm. No matter how, like, even if they're a side character, matters. But there were certain things that I feel like they could have done a little more of and a little less of. Um, like, I don't think I needed the alternate dad or uncle. Uh, I don't think I needed Harry Potter ghost. I do. I do need episodes talking about their lives. I didn't. Like but it I, almost but- felt like it. Almost felt like they wanted it to be creepier. Yeah, for sure. And it's like I could have just had an episode without any ghosts in it. Uh, yeah. without any things in it. it it would have been fine yeah and then that's that's kind of the well no there's ghosts in the bent neck lady <laughs> um, yeah oh yeah but like that's kind of like the the point of that episode um i don't like i said earlier i appreciated uh evil twin uncle just because it gave us a more dynamic way to do that bit of storytelling 
Yeah. That yeah, otherwise, yeah, that that. otherwise would have just been him uh, drinking a glass of scotch, staring at some photograph or some piece of paper, and then going into a flashback. Right. Um, right. I, I appreciated having this fucking avatar uh, that he's created for himself. Like, he's punishing himself with this thing. Yeah. Um, explain the events of, of what happened between him and his brother, uh, fucking Garth Marenghi. Right. We didn't mention ah, Garth did, Marenghi in we this. Didn't, we didn't mention the fact that the dead father is Garth Marenghi. <laughs> fucking weird. Um, we also haven't mentioned the gardener, which is uh, funny because she's the one telling the entire she's goddamn the story. story. Yeah. Yep. We haven't mentioned the romance. Uh, uh, basically, the main, the main lady, the, the nanny, gets into a romantic relationship with the gardener. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, this is also a part that I really enjoyed. This is, I this thought, is, was creepy as fuck. It's creepy and it's devastating. Yes. The idea is that at the end, the uh, they do a great job with this. All the ghost stuff is happening. And it's like ghost drama and whatnot. And then she turns around and just gets snatched by the Lady of the Lake. And you're like, oh, no. And then, and then the episode ends. And then they go into the, the second to last episode is... It's just who, about the lady who, in the lake, yeah. Yes, which I enjoyed that episode a lot. And then, yeah, it was. And it then was, we're it like, was re- okay, <laughs> it was really good. Like, there's, there's all that heated drama. She's escaped from the attic. She's running away with Flora. Miles is off somewhere, possessed by Peter. Uh, she's like, no, we got to get the fuck out of here. We got to find Miles. And then the lady in the lake pops up. Like, you thought I forgot? Like, we hadn't thought yeah. about her for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. it was a very effective jump scare. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, she's just there. I yeah. I have a question. I don't think it's a plot hole. I just don't remember. Um, what? Oh no, no. I remember. Never mind. Um, so basically, what happens is the lady in the lake is ch- is She's on choking her circuit. out. She's walking her. She's circuit. on her circuit. Um, the little girl, in order to save the nanny, gets into the bed. So the lady in the lake sees the little girl, grabs the little girl, and starts going to the lake. And so now we have to save the little girl. Uh, and uh, the uh, the nanny is basically because she's this is what i was going to ask is how she knew to do this it's because she was tied up and watched all this them talk about it mm-hmm. she she volunteers to merge the way the little kids were going to merge with the ghosts mm-hmm. with the lady in the lake yeah and that's what saves the day she absorbs the lady in the lake mm-hmm. um and she inhabits her body and i'm not quite sure what the rules here are i don't care because i like the idea is that she's able to kind of suppress her mm-hmm. and her and the gardener just start living their life together. They have like over 10 years of a relationship. Yep. And the idea is she knows at any point that the lady in the lake will become the dominant. Yeah. She knows eventually, eventually the ghost is going to take her over because the ghost yeah. is, is too strong. And while I don't, again, I don't understand the details. I don't really care. I don't get why when the ghost takes over, it's not just like, Hey, I'm the ghost now. Like, I don't know why she wants to go to the lake. I guess it's because she's so uh, broken, the soul, that that's all she knows. Oh, you mean ultimately um, why she goes there? Yeah. I, I assume I it's ass- because I assume the it's ghost... Be- she's blended with her a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so she's still... And and basically, we go through this like sequence of them just living happily, and you, you love not it. It's not even a sequence. It's an entire episode. You're right. It is. And the the whole episode is basically them uh, living as a couple 
and being in love and getting getting married, even though they can't legally get it's, married. Yeah, they, they get married in uh, spirit. It, it's it's the it's the nineties. And she keeps get married. right, and she keeps seeing the the lady's reflection, and mm-hmm. she knows like it's it starts to become more and more creepy. And it's like she has it's like she has an illness. That's the idea. Is they treat it like a terminal illness that she has, right? And the, uh, that's, that's right. The, the gardener slow. keeps saying, "However much time we'll take it a day at a time. However much time yep. we have left, I want to spend all of it with you." And then one day she's gone. She's gone. Yep. She wakes up and she's gone. And the gardener goes to the Bly Manor one last time. Sees her at the bottom of the lake. Uh, tries to get her to take her and can't. And then of course we learn that the elderly woman. Who isn't really elderly? Uh, right, she's like fifty-year-old Carla Cugino. F- yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's smoking, smoking. Yeah. Uh, she uh, she uh, has been telling the story. She's the gardener. The wedding is of the little girl. It's Flora's she, wedding. Yeah. Yeah, she's getting married to Mark from the room. Uh, and um, the important thing is that Flora and Miles don't remember anything. It's it's yes. very it's it's very it like the kids don't remember anything. Right, and so like they. They, she's telling basically their own story to, and they her. don't know it. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, at the end, she goes to her hotel room and she fills up the bathtub and she's looking for that reflection. And the reveal is she's looking for her lost love still. And then she fucking goes to sleep with the door cracked open, hoping a, that her l- in a chair facing the door. Yeah, uh, and it's sad. It's sad as fuck. Like Marina was crying openly at yeah. the end of this moral is don't watch this in a day and then finish it at three in the morning and be like well time to go to bed yeah because it's, it's, it's sad it's, it's not scary it's profoundly sad unlike and this is i think the biggest disappointment i've heard from people uh it's not a quality thing it's uh, unlike like what the haunting a hill house what's interesting about haunting a hill house is it actually ends with you know what being a ghost is all right. Um, kind more of. More or less. I think more you, or less. I think if that's your takeaway, you're watching it wrong. Sure. But <laughs> it's, it, ends, it ends in a little more like love wins type of way. Right. It's bittersweet, but like the family is still mostly intact. And like, like the, it's the da- a sacrifice. The, yeah. The dad gave to, himself up uh, yeah. to, to save the rest of the family, but the rest of the family's fine. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. And being a ghost is cool, you know? Well. <laughs> being a ghost is cool. I ended up being like, I want to be a ghost. No. Um, <laughs> you didn't watch that show correctly, Dave. I think you need to watch it again. <laughs> no. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going out with that. The dad agreeing to uh, be a ghost in the end of Hill House to save the family is Lawrence Fishburne blowing up the ship and going to hell to save his crew right. in Event Horizon. Like, that's then what he it gets is. Cool, yeah, he gets cool doom powers. <laughs> yeah, you sure. Yeah. <laughs> Feel like welcome to hell. Here's your here's, here's your, your doom powers. Yeah, here's your BFG. Yeah, um, fuck man. If they give me guns in hell, I'll be fine. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's it's just kind of a bummer ending. Um, shit. Oh yeah, I had one question. Is it just for financial reasons that she can't just live at Bly Manor? I mean, the the gardener, the love of her life is in the in the bottom of Bly Manor, right? And presumably she gets up and walks the grounds. And they say, but she's not angry anymore. She doesn't get up. Oh, really? I thought she still wandered. I thought they said she still walks around, but she's not like choking, choke slamming anybody. 
That that might have been the case. They, I could they, have they, sworn they, do, they said she still gets up and strolls. I know they did the thing where she would not, um, she wouldn't uh, accept the gardener's invitation to inhabit her body, and she would yes. never accept anyone's invitation ever again. And she just sat there until her face disappeared, until she forgot who she was, um, right, and just slipped into non-existence, which is part of what makes it so devastatingly sad, <laughs> right. <laughs> They say, yeah, they say no one's going to get trapped there anymore, but I could have sworn she still like walks around because she's still partially the other ghost. I don't know. Either way, I mean, I would just the, try the, to the live I, it blind yeah, manner, right? The, the idea is that she's holding the lady in the lake in check, basically. Yeah. Um, but would, I don't, would you? No, I wouldn't. No? No, I would never go back to that place. But you got, but it's a nice place now, and you got your, you got your loved one right there in the lake. It's not a nice place. It's like it's a bombed out hovel. You remember? It's like, it's like it's like overgrown. Nobody's owned it. Right. So you clean it out, and then anytime you need to see your loved one, you just jump in that lake. Jump in the quick. lake and look at her fucking rotten ass skeleton. Yeah, sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, that doesn't appeal to me at all. I would never want to see this place again if I was I anyone that, anyone involved in this story. The ending is the hope that her ghost will show up. She leaves the door open. She keeps looking in the reflection. And the ghost does show up. Uh, puts a hand on her shoulder at the very end when she falls asleep. Oh, I did. I missed that. That's oh, cute. you did? Oh, yeah. No, that's how it ends. It's it's like panning out um, from behind her as she's sleeping in the chair in front of the cracked door. And you see a hand uh, wearing their wedding ring uh, lay on her shoulder. Is she going to wake her up? No, I think she's just... It's the idea is that... Man, I'd be pissed if she didn't wake me up. Well, again, it's like, like we were talking about, like Flanagan's, this, this particular uh, project is about the emotions that death creates and carries with it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, there's also a couple of ghosts in this series that are not literal ghosts. Um, So I think the idea of that is just the people you love are always with you, even when they're gone, because you loved them and you remember them. Um, but they're also in a lake that you can just drive to. But they're also to. in a lake. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you but can yeah. just go fish their body out and then sure. you got them. Sure. Then you got their body. Yeah. And then you got a fucking ghost husk. Yeah. You got a free ghost you just, husk. You just jump on it until a ghost pops out. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I would, if I was that gardener, I would get into some, some dark, dark magic. Because. I don't know. Here's the, all right. Here's the thing. Is that like. Uh, I mean, no, I, I, I understand. I understand how, how shows work, but like there, there's so much lore. I would just assume I could get some sort of Necronomicon action going. Right. Right. Like, because it's like, there's so much weird lore to being dead in this that I'd be like, well, shit, I can, I'm going to go to Bly Manor. I'm going to figure this out. But I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to get, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a bunch of like psychics involved. I'm going to figure this out. Dave. Everything we've seen <laughs> in this show is that being a ghost sucks, is hellish, is a, right. fate, is a fate worse than being dead. Right. Um, why would you try to find a way to further inflict that on the love of your life? I'm not trying to inflict it. I would try to save her. Save her from her watery tomb. Sure. <laughs> you know, like maybe she can inhabit a child. Or Man, like... you, you and I took entirely different <laughs> lessons from this episode. Sure. Or rather, this uh, saying, this uh, this uh, series. I'm just saying, there's some dark magic that she could probably get into that would figure this out. Because, like, the big revelation coming out of this is ghosts in the afterlife exist, and it's complicated. 
it's, it's oddly extremely complicated. complicated yeah and so I'd be like, well, surely there's someone who can figure this out, right? It's like a working a, it's like a fixing a car or something. It's like there's a lot of moving parts, but like it's not impossible. Surely there's some like spiritual guides who are like, oh yeah, I know exactly what this is. All right, let me just uh, kill this chicken, uh, spread its blood over here, mm-hmm. do do a couple of do a couple of things over here. Mm-hmm. Bam, you got you got she's back. Blood orgy in the chapel, sure. Blood or- orgy in the chapel, yeah. Um, there's one more, uh, Easter egg I wanted to point out. Sure. Um, Peter is played by, uh, the same guy who played Luke in, uh, the Hill House. Man. And the Invisible Man. Yeah, I forget. I should probably learn his name. I for- his, <sighs> fuck, it's Owen something, I think. Hold on. Uh. Oliver, Oliver. Oliver. Oh, is he British? He's Oliver Brit- Jackson he's Br- Cohen. He's British as hell. Okay, Oliver Jackson Cohen. Yeah, that's Cohen. really fucking British. Okay. Um, in Hill House, he... <laughs> gets a very pronounced cut on his left cheek um, yeah. for most of the most of the series because most of the series takes place in the course of like two days even though there's a ton of flashbacks but the actual action of the story is about two days right um, Peter uh, who he plays in Bly Manor has a scar on his left cheek that is where the cut is that Luke gets in Hill House oh. yeah the actor doesn't just have a scar does he Maybe he does, but um, I'm looking at his pretty face. I don't see a, a scar. Yeah, it's an interesting coincidence. Oh it's, wait, how big of a scar? It's it's not big. Yeah, I think he has a scar. Oh, interesting. Okay, so they just use. It looks like they just used that scar in Hill House. Uh, yeah, I think he's a real Harrison Ford type. Cool. It's it's under his eye. Is that what you're thinking? No, of? it's on his cheek. It's well, it's on his cheek under his eye, which I guess is where the cheek is. Now that I say it out loud. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm really looking at his face now. Yeah, it's, and it, it might it, just it, be. It is, it is lower than his eye line, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, it might. I don't. It is, I can't it is tell. not. It is not underneath his eye. <laughs> Tom, I need you cheek. to wik- Wikipedia him for a second. I need you to tell okay. me if that's a scar, because it might just be a wrinkle. What I'm looking at. Okay, let's check it out. Let's check it out, guys. You're listening to this in real time. Yeah, we're not cutting any of this. All right, look at his picture. Oliver Jackson. There we go. See that? You see that? Is that the scar? No, it's not. Okay. That, that's just so, like a facial thing. Okay. I was wrong. Now I'm really close on his face. Dude's got some eyebrows on him. Yeah, he does. He has some serious eyebrows. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's good. I like him in Invisible Man. He's a good villain. Yeah, which is funny because he's so... The first thing I not saw him villain. in, obviously, was Hill House, where he's such a, a sweet, tragic man that you're really... Like when in the in the last episode of Hill House, where it seems like he's dead, you're like devastated by it. Right. Um, and then, by the yeah, way, the, the next two things I've seen him in are The Invisible Man and and Bly Manor, where he's just a fucking evil bastard. <laughs> right. There's a lot of repeat roles in this, by the way. It's um, Nell. Nell is the main character. Victoria Pedretti. Yeah. Yeah, and she's I don't know. I like her. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, Henry Thomas is the uncle in this. Yeah, yeah, we're never going to stop Flan- Henry Flanagan, Flanagan puts Henry Thomas in every single project. Every fucking thing. Yeah. Um, he played Jack Torrance in Doctor Sleep. He did. That, I, I didn't that was recognize amazing. him. I yeah, did that not was recognize incredible. him until after the movie and I looked it up. I was like, that was Henry Thomas? Yeah, <laughs> like, he did a, such a good job. That's the hardest role of that series or of that movie, I think. Because you're expected to play a role everybody knows. Yeah. Uh, and he played it well. He didn't. He didn't just do a Jack Nicholson impression. No. Uh, good on him. Um, obviously, Carla Cugino. 
Um, yeah. uh, I think that might be all of the... Re- oh, no, wait, no. Uh, Kate Siegel uh, plays the Lady in the Lake. Yes, that was a nice little cameo. Mm-hmm. She gets an episode. Yeah, she plays Theo in uh, Hill House. Yeah. And is also married um, to Mike Flanagan, so she tends to pop up in his in his movies. Oh, that explains it. Yeah, like I think she's in I think she's in Doctor Sleep too. I'm not positive. Sure. But yeah, she's the the death lady in a uh, hush. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know. I th- I thought it was good. I um I'm curious to know I I I've had a small sample size. And so far, I know one person who wasn't impressed by The Haunting of Hill House being not impressed by this. And then I know someone who is a fan of The Haunting of Hill House who wasn't impressed by this. Interesting. I can can see that um, if you're going into this, even though I I think the story is very similar. It's just not like the Hill House went, went, leaned harder into horror. Here's the thing is that The Haunting of Hill House came first because it was probably the story he wanted to tell right like that's the story that he was more excited about that he had a better idea of that i do think is the stronger story and i, I, think, I think so but this one is still such a in yeah, my, I like my this opinion one. such an incredibly effective story that's but again we're both all over his knob mike flanagan's knob we love mike flanagan yeah exactly uh, I the, he can he hasn't done wrong for me. I enjoy the Ouija sequel. The Ouija I'm sequel just, is good. I'm just a fan <laughs> of Mike Flanagan. Yeah, and I think I keep comparing him to Stephen King because, like Stephen King, you could be a big fan of him. That doesn't mean it's all necessarily good, right? <laughs> Especially with Stephen King, uh, more than Mike, because I do think Mike Flanagan has a better average. Stephen He's got King a better has average some real dumb shit. Well, Stephen King is also done. I mean, Flanagan's done about 10 projects. Stephen King's done probably 100. Right. So give Flanagan time. He'll do (laughs) I'm excited for Mike Flanagan's uh, Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive, (laughs) yeah. I think Flanagan's next movie is another King adaptation. It's Revival. Oh, okay. I I like his King adaptations, but I'd rather him do his own stuff. Because I think the similarity is they both take big swings plot-wise. Uh, at the same time, though, like a lot of a lot of this is stuff that's been done before. That's the the other thing I like about Mike Flanagan is that he'll do a movie about a haunted mirror, and it's like, oh, you in every goddamn horror movie. But Oculus Tent but has then he does shit with it, yeah, yeah, he does shit with it, and then you're like, oh, I hadn't seen that before, yeah, or or what an interesting way to do that. So like watch uh, watch uh, Absentia or In Absentia. Um, it's his first movie. It was kickstarted. Um, it's very low budget, but you can see, like, it's it's just such a a weird, creepy idea, and the way he uses his budget is very, very, like, very impressive. You can watch that movie and be like, oh yeah, this guy's gonna be somebody, right? Um, and actually, I think the lead actress in Absentia plays uh the conniving sister in Bly Manor. Like he used, oh, interesting. And I think she was also like the old flapper ghost in a hill house like he uses this uh, he uses the same people a lot yeah he, he yeah that checks out yeah he likes he, his, he likes his people yeah yeah um yeah i don't know it so uh, this is why i'm saying that, that this is probably like if i had to recommend either the haunting of hill house or the haunting of bly manor i would recommend hill house, be hill because, house yeah yeah that's the thing that made them go oh make another one um and I hope he makes a third. 
Yeah, I, we'll see. I, I enjoy these every time, all two times they've come out. Like I, I've said to you, I put on the Haunting a Hill House as like my relaxation show. Like the way I put on Star Trek TNG, I'll pop mm-hmm. on an episode of the Haunting of Hill House. That's weird, man. Because it just kind of relaxes that's, that's me. It's weird that you do that. Not, 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 not because it's scary, but just because it's like an emotionally devastating thing to watch. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm just thinking about all the cool ghost powers. I mean, there's cool uh, and, ghost you know, stuff in it, sure. Getting to be getting to be a ghost and like getting to zap people with your ghost powers, you know. Sure, yeah, no, that's that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big that's a big part of it, yeah. Yeah, you get to float around while holding a cane. You're yeah. having you're having a great time. You have your They're boss ass cane, time. yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. Any other thoughts? Uh, no, just that this is really good. Um, yeah, yeah. I hope people watched it after before listening to this because we were all over the fucking place yeah we were kind of scattered but like i don't know it's a nine episode series what do you want us to do man yeah what the (laughs) fuck do you want us to do what do you expect from us man it's it's fucking nine hours of television Uh uh-huh yeah give me a break fuck guys um all right well i guess i'll tell people about our patreon that's patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed we have exclusive podcasts there like tom and jeff watch batman and fox Mulder is a maniac Mm-hmm uh we have other things you can watch movies with us every friday night uh it's it's great it's a great time yeah check it out um we also have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash gamefully unemployed we get t-shirts masks mugs stickers all kinds of shit uh check that out do check that it out. check it out um check it out. Z- zero ghosts as far as i know yeah they could be haunted i mean it could be haunted as fuck and i just am not paying attention right by like shitty ghosts who don't know how to haunt, right? Yeah, real crummy ghosts. Yeah, you you hear me, you fucking ghosts? You don't want to if be haunted by these ghosts. They're they're yeah. real scrubs. If you're worth anything, ghosts, I want you to haunt the shit out of our listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm calling upon you and the devil. All I'm saying it right yes. now. No, the 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 glorious powers of our dark lord Satan. Please, I'm invoking all the ghosts to haunt the people listening to this right now. Now, there it is. Now, there yeah, it is. There, there yeah. it is. There it is. All right. You're All right. welcome. <laughs> enjoy the enjoy your haunted week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>